Hello everybody and welcome to the WrestleGatum pod, I guess. Um, it's just going to be me, um, Chris and Carl. Um, like we said last week, we're kind of taking a break. Um, I'm basically just doing this because um, I want to. Um, a lot of it is really... I love do talking about wrestling. I know I don't talk a ton on this podcast because, you know... To be fair, Chris and Carl definitely talk more than I do a lot of times, but it's just, you know, they got a lot to say. I'm not that I don't, it just, it is what it is. But, um, yeah, definitely keep you guys posted on, uh, whenever we start going back to normal. Um, basically all this is going to be is like a short 30, 45 minute episode. Um, I'm just going to kind of talk about the week, talk about some of the good stuff, some of the bad stuff, um kind of what I'm looking forward to going into next week and yeah um, I hope you guys like it and uh, let's get into the episode so this week in wrestling there was some good stuff and there was some shit mostly shit but sometimes you know it is what it is. Can't always have the best week of wrestling. Um, so we start off, I mean, Monday Night Raw. Gonna be honest, I watched maybe half of it. Really wasn't that much on there to talk about. Um, we obviously got Brock back. You know, Paul Heyman talking about sticking his hand up his ass. I didn't really need to hear that. It's fucking gross, but... You know, Paul Heyman could do whatever he wants with his hands. If he wants to stick it up people's ass, that's his own problem, and he can do whatever he feels like. Uh, uh, more of the whole Austin Theory stuff. You know, I like Austin Theory. I mean, I think he's going to be the next big thing. I mean, they're making him off to be the next John Cena. But he's still got a lot to do. I mean, his matches are good, but he's definitely not the... The best guy in the world. He's he's good, but he's got a lot of edges to fine tune, and but definitely he's super off as a heel. Like kudos to him for that. Um, anything else on Raw? I, honestly, I don't really fucking remember. It was not great. Um, one thing I really wanted to touch base on with it, um, and it is definitely one of the things that I thought. Was kind of bad from the show in general, and it kind of has been a reoccurring thing that's happened a lot lately on Raw in general. Is uh, what's up with fucking? Oh, we're gonna broadcast this. Like this is what you're gonna see. Like you're telling the fans, like, hey, you're coming to see uh, Bobby Lashley Open Challenge. Cool, cool, cool. Like I know the card is subject to change, but it's like second, third week in a row where. Oh, we're saying we're going to do this, but instead we're going to do this instead. And it's like, I don't need to see Bobby Lashley and Riddle versus Seth Rollins and Theory. I would much rather see Bobby Lashley giving that opportunity to, like, whomever, you know, get that match that, like, we haven't seen. Like, you know, Bobby and, I don't know fucking Braun Breaker or something. Bring him up. Uh, 
fucking you could have him and Champa, him and Miz. I mean, Miz would get bushwhackled, but whatever. Like there is just so many people you could put in that spot to highlight their skill, you know, that they don't use that often, anything like that, and then you're just like, fuck it, I'm just going to put them in a tag match that no one cares to see. Like, I love Lashley, I love everyone that was in that match, Lashley, Riddle, Seth Rollins, one of my favorite wrestlers, I mean, Theory's, you know, what he is, he's annoying, but it's part of his character, it is what it is, Uh, I just... I don't know, like, I feel like, especially on Raw, there was, like, tag match after tag match, and I I love tag team wrestling, but at, like, what fucking point is it just done and over with? So, that's my whole thing with Raw. Um, I did catch a little bit of NXT. I know we don't usually talk about NXT, because... It's definitely not the Triple H NXT like it used to be because that was the good shit. This is the bad shit. But um, I was kind of after last week with the whole Braun Breaker beating Cameron Grimes, which I thought was bullshit. Um, just kind of wanted to see where Grimes was going after that. Um, we are going to end up getting uh, Cameron Grimes versus uh, JD Madonna, who is um, Jordan Devlin. Uh, the segment overall was kind of weird, like, you kind of had camera Grimes coming out there, you didn't know if he was, like, gonna fucking cry, you didn't really know what was going on, like, it was kind of weird, um, but it was just, I don't know, and then, I guess JD just kind of came out there to just kind of break the ice, because it was just, I mean, to be fucking honest, Cameron Grimes just needs to go full-blown fucking heel. He should have just, like, dick-punched uh, Braun Breaker after the loss. So they had a rematch or something. Like, Cameron Grimes is just, like, borderline face slash heel. They don't fucking know what to do with him. He doesn't know what to say. And it's just, like, pick fucking one. Have him be the one. Whatever. Because now, I mean, you have him going against JD... And JD is definitely the heel in this. But, like, Cameron's not really face either. So, I definitely want to see the match because the two guys are fucking phenomenal in the ring. Like, to the moon, baby. <laughs> but, um, yeah, definitely wanting to see that um, was one of the things on there. Um, trying to really... Nothing really else was fantastic. Uh, Apollo Crews... Uh, Vinci match. I don't know why I can't think of his first name. That was probably the best match on the whole entire show. Um, which was the opening match. Um, put Apollo Crews in a match with just about anybody. He's, you know, it's going to be a pretty decent match. Um, the... You're going to see a theme here with WWE and bad, but I did not understand. Why the hell do we put Rose and Perez... They go against Toxic Attraction last week, win the titles, and then Rose turns on Perez, or whatever her name, Perez and whatever. I don't fucking know what their names are. Why they had to break up. Like, it made no sense at all. Why give them the tag titles and then have them fucking just, oh, I'm going to turn on her now because fuck this bitch. 
Like, don't have him win the tag titles at that point. And it it goes to show to me, like, WWE just does not know what to do with women's tag titles. They don't, like, Toxic Attraction has been probably the only reason you even know about tag team titles, to be fair, because Mandy Rose is the big champion, and she's kind of made that whole group, you know, known within NXT. I mean, NXT has definitely fallen way off since it's, like, prime state of when it was just, like, what you watch Tuesday nights. Um, but now it's just, like, as bad. And I don't know. Braun Breaker is definitely not going to be the saving grace of NXT. And it doesn't matter how many of these UK guys you bring in because they're going to bring all these UK guys back because I'm pretty sure they're going to get rid of NXT UK, which I'm surprised they haven't done already. Um, because, I mean, you kind of got it. You kind of see it a little bits by little bits with them bringing UK guys in. Um, I'm pretty sure Axiom is a kid. That would be my guess. I don't. I mean, I they probably have already said that. I haven't really paid any attention, but it makes the most sense. Um, I mean, you've seen the NXT UK Tag Team Champions on the show, along with uh, Pretty Deadly. Um, there's tons of guys over there in that brand that are gonna eventually come over. So um, I think they're gonna eventually get rid of it all and. I'm surprised it hasn't already happened. Um, but moving away from NXT, um, probably the best bit of wrestling there usually is every week is AEW. Um, we had night one of Fighter Fest. Um, I don't fucking understand why every episode has to have some name. Like, we're doing four days of Fighter Fest. Like, if you want to do a pay-per-view every other week, do a fucking pay-per-view every week. I mean, I'm going to be pissed about it. Sure, well... You don't have to name every one of your freaking things and just put off a big match. It's just AEW Dynamite. That's all you have to name it. We'll still fucking watch it. Anyways, uh, night one, a uh, ton of shit happened. Uh, um, for the most part, the big matches, uh, Claudio Castanoli versus uh, Jake Hager. Phenomenal match. Um, I've never been a huge fan of Jake Hader, Hager, but Claudio Castanoli is... <laughs> one of the best fucking wrestlers there is um, and put him in any match with just about you put him in a match with a fucking stick and he'd put on a good match um, but that match was really good glad to see Claudio get the win over Hager two uh, tall ass dudes um, big big thing um, Isaiah Swerve Scott and Keith Lee new AEW tag team champions we all thought for weeks now months honestly that swerve and uh lee were gonna break up and turns out they swerved you all and they came out there and whooped some ass <laughs> i mean i'm really glad to see you know even though the Bucks do the same fucking thing, like, they were in a match with two guys. I mean, I know we just saw the basically the same triple threat match with Jurassic Express in the, in the spot, but I wouldn't say the match was that much different. Just a fuck ton more super kicks, and that's about the match. So you don't really have to watch it. Just imagine 
the same match, just with a fuck ton of more super kicks. And then you got the same match from the Jurassic Express one. Just the winners are different. That's about it. Um, still really good. Um, we saw the whole that Jericho is going to bring the Painmaker back for his match with Eddie Kingston next week. Um, and their barbed wire any, anywhere match. Don't know what the fuck that means. I guess they're just going to have barbed wire everywhere in the fucking arena and they're just going to beat the shit out of each other. I don't really know. But it'll... It's definitely something I'm looking forward to seeing next week. Hopefully we finally kind of get an end of Jericho versus Kingston where I definitely hope Kingston wins this match. Um, I know that there have been hints going around that uh, Jericho may be heading back to WWE. Um... I doubt that'll happen. Um, you know, never say never. Money talks. But uh, I don't really see it happening. I mean, maybe because Stephanie's there, he will. Because I guess maybe him and Vince didn't always see eye to eye, which is definitely prevalent with most people. Um, so maybe he does with Stephanie being there, but Vince is still over creative, so I can't really see why that would matter. Um,. If Jericho goes anywhere else but AEW, I mean, I really just hope he just goes to Japan. I mean, that would make the most sense. Um, other thing I want to talk about AEW um, wasn't really prevalent on Dynamite. Um, kind of a little bit of kind of news, I guess, in a sense. Um, so, Pac is de- wrestled on Dark this week. Um, I can't really remember who he wrestled. But it wasn't dark necessarily. I think it was like a Japan event or something like that. But he ended up retaining. Um, There was an... I think it was an interview with Tony Khan where he was talking about it. Basically saying uh, Pac's title defenses are going to be different than most other title defenses. Because he's going to um, basically wrestle everywhere. Anywhere, everywhere. He's got some Japan um, places signed up. So I think it's really cool from a, you know, a company that has just really just had their titles defended internally in a sense, except for, you know, the Forbidden Door was kind of the the place where a lot of Japan guys kind of came to wrestle and it was, you didn't really know what was going to happen even though you did. Um, it's definitely cool to see that there's a working relationship Tony Khan has with some other companies to get Pac the availability to wrestle wherever whoever whenever kind of ordeal i mean it's gonna mostly be probably new japan guys um maybe a few guys from like maybe impact ring of honor um have to hold out and see i know he's got like four or five defenses in japan unless he loses it or whatever which obviously isn't going to happen because he's going to wrestle them all hey wrestle good podcast are you a fan of old school wwf but you don't want to give that millionaire Vince McMahon any more money? Well, lucky for you, I owned a VCR back in the 90s and recorded every pay-per-view. Each tape is $15.99, and we can meet up at the Mayflower on 15501. Hit me up on Facebook, Will Jeffrey. I still got vape juice. So, moving from that, I did not get to watch all of Impact. Um, I watched... I saw, kind of read the reviews and stuff. If you 
wanting to watch that, hadn't watched it. Um, definitely the main event I can't imagine was bad. I uh, had the Bullet Club versus Honor No More. Uh, anytime you have any of those guys in a ring, it's a good match. Like these guys, every guy from Honor No More, Bullet Club, um, which consisted of Gallows, Anderson, Chris Bay, and Ace Austin. Uh, all those guys are phenomenal wrestlers. Um, I don't remember who's all in Honor No More that wrestled, but everyone in that group is amazing. So um, definitely, you want to go see if you want. To go walk back and watch Impact, that's watch that match. Um, the opening match with the Motor City Machine Guns and Josh Alexander versus Violet by Design. Um, that was a pretty good match as well. Um, kind of got the whole Eric Young kind of not coming out with them. Not really sure what's going on with that. So um, probably going to kick both of them out and just go full on. Leave me the fuck alone. You guys suck. Which, whatever. Eric Young's awesome. He can run single group. 30 man. Don't matter. Eric Young is fucking awesome. Um, other couple things. Uh, MLW. Um, main event of that. We got to see uh, MLW world title match between um, Hammerstone and Holiday. If you guys aren't watching MLW, there's something fucking wrong with you. MLW every week is definitely not like your high dollar like WWE, AEW production, you know. It's like, but it, it doesn't matter. Like what makes MLW good is what it does for itself. Like it's it puts guys out there who can fucking go, who can wrestle, who have it. And they go out there, put their hearts out into it, and just give out a good show. Uh, Hammerstone is your world champion. If you haven't watched a Hammerstone match, he is awesome. His finisher is awesome. Uh, any match I've watched with him in it has been so good. Um, and, and this match is no exception. Holiday is a good wrestler, too. Like The two guys put on a hell of a match. And I'm glad Hammerstone retained. He is definitely who MLW should keep as their face of MLW for sure. Uh, the only other guy I would say you could do that with would be like Jacob Fatu. Definitely like Hammerstone, Fatu are definitely like one and two with that company. Um, I really hope they kind of get some some other guys. Like I would, I hope fucking Killer Cross stays there. That'd be awesome. Um, but I know they have a lot of one-off people. So, but either way, MLW, Hour of Wrestling, great wrestling. Go watch it. Uh, NWA this week, I did get to catch NWA. We got to see the matches for the Race to the Finish, Race to the Cup, whatever the hell it's called. Um, the first match was Latimer and Chris Adonis. Uh, solid match with Latimer picking up the win on that one. Um, nothing really to say. You know, both guys can go. Good solid match. Uh, then we saw... I don't remember the other matches in between. There was like one or two other matches in between, if I remember correctly. But mm, for the most part, it would... The big bits of it were the matches. 
Uh, the second match was the Pope versus Brian Myers. Um, Myers surprised me with a win, to be honest. Uh, kind of a sneaky pickup win, holding on to the ropes to beat the Pope. Um, I guess my big surprise with it, with it is that they really have been hyping this whole Pope uh, Murdoch thing, so I kind of figured he would be in the match to kind of keep that thing going. Um, I was kind of hoping like the Pope was going to go heel. You know, heel Pope is probably the best Pope. Is definitely the best Pope. Gonna be honest. Um, but yeah, Brian Myers pick up the win with the dirty. Dirty, dirty. Dirty, dirty. But, uh, yeah. And then we also heard that Mike Knox is going to be... Has a bye going to be the fourth person in this match. So it's going to be a fatal four-way. Um, he kind of just got it because, as they put it, Corbin was... Or, <sighs> Corbin, yeah. Patrick Corbin, uh... Basically was like, yeah, all the guys from the Cardona family are getting whatever favors they want. So, whatever. I don't really understand that because at that point, why couldn't Brian Myers have just gotten in it too? He's part of the Cardona family, if I'm not mistaken. He was wearing a shirt. So, I don't know. Maybe he's not, but I feel like he probably should have too. Uh, uh, the real problem I had with NWA and I never thought I would say this but I had a very big problem with Nick Aldis versus Tim Storm the finish was atrocious I didn't understand at all why that happened I mean you have these guys who have had history going back to the National Treasure, Tim Storm not being able to go for the title anymore, and then he finally gets his shot at, you know, got it lifted, going to be in this match, and he gets disqualified for a low blow. What the fuck was the point in even giving him the opportunity... If he was going to lose that way. I don't care if he lost. I mean if he lost whatever. I still would have bitched about it. But it kind of felt really weird. That like the ref was supposed to not see it. So I was like okay. Well, he'll just low blow him and win. But he low blowed him. And then all of a sudden the ref's up and he sees it. So it kind of was weird to me. As if it was maybe wasn't supposed to happen that way. But overall it was bad <laughs> I mean I would have much rather have seen like a clean win or you know hell we're gonna have Tim Storm go heel knock the ref out low blow Nick Aldis hit the perfect storm win the match okay we gotta heal Tim Storm he's got something to prove whatever but to me when you put Tim Storm in this this you give him the opportunity to go for the title. You have him in that Fatal 4 match. Hell, you should have him win the Fatal 4 match, f Fatal four way at that rate. Because Tim Storm, you gave him the opportunity. He should have a chip on his shoulder. And he should be the reason why he's in this match. Now, maybe next week, though, you know, whatever. Tim Storm gets put in it or something. Who fucking knows? But I think it was 
kind of going off of the week, it was very weird to me that that was the finish. And I think it was very poor. Uh, I think they could have done something different, something better. Probably would make a lot more sense a different way. Um, but we got what we got, and I'm here to bitch and complain about it. If you don't like it, fuck you. I don't care. I do care. <laughs> Uh, Friday Wrestling, um, really not much from SmackDown, SmackDown is, honestly, it's, it's porous, I mean, it's, it's decent, you know, you, Friday night, you want to watch wrestling, you can watch SmackDown, I don't, I hope the Viking Raiders beat the shit out of the New Day, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, uh, I don't like when the New Day just copies people and thinks it's funny. Like, it's kind of annoying to be honest. Like, I honestly wish like Big E comes back and like New Day goes heel or something. Like, I think the New Day has really just dried up. Um, I love everyone in the New Day: Big E, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods. I get what they mean, but I think they've gone a really long time with the same gimmick and I think for me it's starting to kind of wear out kind of get a little old um definitely think it would be really cool if Big E kind of comes back and it's like look guys we need to really focus and we need to get back what we lost and I think that would be kind of cool to see like a different mindset from the new day than we're used to because um, we know they can go, we know they can wrestle, all that stuff. But I think the characters and gimmicks are kind of getting a little stale for me personally. I mean, maybe you guys love the New Day. I'm both. I mean, they're there for the kids. It's, it's what they're there for. But me as a uh, avid wrestling fan, I think I'm getting a little, little stale from the New Day's gimmicks and stuff because it's. It's always the same, it's just slightly different. That's the best thing you could say about it. Um, one good thing that we got out of SmackDown is um, the main event of SmackDown, we saw Angelo Dawkins versus one of the Usos. I don't remember which one. Uh, match was, was decent. Uh, definitely don't think it was like one of your like, because to me, when you're watching a main event, the main event is the best match on the card. Like, that's what it is. And I wouldn't say that's what it was. But we did get something really awesome out of it. Um, since there's been so much tension with ref being a referee for their tag title match since the botch at uh, Money in the Bank. And then um, this week, uh, Angelo pinned... Uh, whichever Uso he was wrestling, his shoulder rose up as well, which obviously it was playing that way. But we are getting Double J himself as the special referee at SummerSlam for this match. I love Double J. I know Carl probably, if he saw it, shit a brick. The fact that Double J is going to be in WWE and on a pay-per-view because I know he's going to watch it. Uh, super excited. I'm um, glad they're doing something with someone. I mean, I know they're doing it to get fans to watch it. That's the only reason. Uh, 
WWE has realized their fan base has plummeted and they are doing whatever they can to just get it back on track, which, I mean, they are going to have to do a lot for that. Um, AEW, to me, is far now the best company to watch. I'm just going to say what it is. Like, they put out the best product right now, and WWE needs to step up their game. I don't know what they need to do, but uh, what they're doing now ain't it. Um, last thing to really talk about, I did not watch AEW Dynamite, or not Dynamite, uh, Rampage, but I did hear some amazing news, which has me excited for next week as well. Um, so on Rampage, we saw Gresham versus Lee Moriarty for, uh, the Ring of Honor title he holds. I think it's... The open weight title, or I don't remember what title it is. But anyways, um, Gresham ended up beating Moriarty for that. But after the match, um, Claudio Castanoli comes out there to confront Gresham. And at the Ring of Honor pay-per-view we're getting next week. I think it's next week. Yeah, I think it's next Saturday or Sunday. Uh, we are getting Claudio versus Gresham for that title. And holy shit, do I want to see that. Two guys who are like probably top, I don't know, 10, 20, depending on your rating of like overall wrestlers. I can't wait. <laughs> I definitely can't wait technicians, whatever you want to call them, technical wrestlers. That's what I say. Top 10 technical wrestlers. Probably put both of them in there. If not, both of them in the top 20 for sure. Um, super, super excited for that. Um, but yeah. So, only about a 30-35 minute episode. I didn't super know how long this was going to be. Um, I'm sure you guys probably... You might listen, you might not. Probably going to be boring than usual, but I just... I don't know. I like talking about wrestling. I know you guys do too. Uh, if you guys... Honestly, if you listen to this, the biggest thing I could tell you from this is... You know, follow all of our social medias, WrestleGeddon. Whether it's 1D, 2Ds. You know, we got three combined. Um, you know, go on our Twitters, Facebooks, whatever. Um... Whenever this is done posting and just you know send us stuff like if you hear something I said and you disagree tell me you disagree so and I'll argue with you back and we can fight stuff over whatever the case you there's something you strongly hear from me you're like wow I never heard that like that's so great you know it's good whatever the case like you know I love feedback and I think the three of us have always strived off of loving you guys feedback we appreciate each and every one of you that listens to the podcast, that, you know, likes the podcast, listens to it every week, sends comments, whatever you do for us. Honestly, all you gotta do is listen, and that's really it for us. Like, we love doing this podcast. Uh, we will all three be back soon. Um, I know we have a lot going on the rest of the month, so definitely keep you updated um 
I would love to know what you guys think of this kind of short little episode, uh, whether you like it or don't. Um, I probably will keep doing it every week until we get back. I kind of have numerous reasons why. Uh, most of it's just I like talking about wrestling. I know there's numerous people that love us that also love wrestling, and I just kind of just want to come on here and talk to you guys, tell you my take on the week, and like it or don't, let me know. Um, but yeah, that's basically all the episode this week. I was trying to drag it out to 35 minutes, but it didn't quite happen. But uh, yeah, I don't know how we're going to end this. Probably put some random theme music or something at the end. I definitely don't have a WWE theme to end the song with, so I will leave that up to the editor. So, this is Garage Money Mun from the WrestleGeddon podcast saying so long, suckers. <laughs> <laughs>